This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She is the queen. joining the QChat podcast and affiliation with Go Queen Media. This is an exclusive interview with A.V. Rockwell. A.V. Rockwell is the director of the highly anticipated Sundance winning film, 1001, starring Tiana Taylor, William Catlett, and Josiah Cross. It was released in theaters nationwide on March 31st. Written and directed by A.V. Rockwell, 1001 is a powerful film in New York that touches on themes of family, love, gentrification, and so much more. Tune in to this wonderful interview where I chatted with A.V. regarding this great film and also some inspiration on women of color who like to break into the film industry. Questions about this amazing movie, obviously. So the film is titled 1001. So I wanted to ask you, could you possibly tell us about the significance of the title and how it relates to the film's themes? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for me at that point, it's it's a play on words. And to me, it's about the individual, individual versus the group, particularly when it comes to New York City. You know, I think New York City has lost its soul in many ways, lost its its spirit. In the end. And I think that it did that in the quest to be a bit more like everywhere else. Um, and so this movie really showcases that and the impact that that had on its citizens. Um, just losing its sense of uniqueness um, in that quest. So, so yeah, that, that, that's the title. Um, but it's also the, it also, um, you know, there's an, a nod to it in the film as well. It's like a little uh, Easter egg for, for people as they watch it. Okay, because that's one of the main things I definitely wanted to ask you. So thank you so much for explaining that part. So my second question is Tiana Taylor, obviously, you know, she's known for her music and dance career. She was absolutely amazing in her role as Inez. Just the emotion that she played into the film was outstanding. So I want to ask you, how was that experience in directing her in the film role? Um, I think we, we, we definitely shared creative chemistry, you know, so I think that um, in preparation for the role, being that it was her first lead role, I, I definitely wanted to do my best to best set, set her up for success and give her all the tools that she needed creatively in order to take on what was a really challenging role and especially just carrying a whole movie in the ways that she does. But I think because of all that work, all those conversations and the way that we broke down the script and broke down the character in detail for her, um, I think all of that was really great because it gave it gave us a shorthand as well uh, as we worked throughout the worked the, uh, throughout the production moment to moment, scene to scene, and obviously just charting Inez's journey and and how she matures and how she handles different experiences that she has over the course of the film. Right, right. She was absolutely awesome. So my next question has to do really with the film's visual style and the aesthetics, of course. I think that the movie seemed like a love letter definitely to New York, just with the filming and the scenes and everything. 
So what was your approach to directing the film's visual style? It reminded me, it just seemed like, just like you were there as we were watching it. It didn't just seem like a depiction. It seemed like for the viewer, I felt like I was a part of the neighborhood and everything. So how was the, what was your inspiration for the visual style and the aesthetic? Thank you. I mean, um, I, I think I did want the movie to recall moment, this moment in time, you know? So I, I did want it to feel like it was coming from that place of memory of what New York was, especially in the, in the, the, in the early chapters of the movie in which the characters are, you know, they're living within the vitality of what the city was when we first meet it in the 90s. Um, and then you also feel the stability or the lack thereof uh, within their, what their journey is in the early chapters of the film. And so I think the camera work definitely reflects um, what's happening emotionally with them in addition to reflecting what the personality of the city is uh, very all in the film. And then as their life stabilizes, the life of the city, the, the personality of the city stabilizes as well. Um, and it, start, it starts to actually be drained of its character. So I think that a lot of the way the camera stabilizes reflects what's happening uh, with Terry and with Inez, but also in the ways that New York, um, it's uh, quote unquote getting better, you know, and, and it's gaining, it's, it's, it's maturing as a city. But I think that in many ways in that process, New York also was drained of a lot of what made it great, a lot of what made it exciting, a lot of what it made it uh, the special place that it is. Um, and so I think that the colors of the movie definitely honor that, the way that it's drained, the way that even when you look at the architecture of old New York that was way more colorful, way more bright um, and, and diversified versus what, what we have now with modern architecture is a lot more glass and steel and homogenous. Um, and so I think that you feel that in the colors of the film as well, but that also, again, reflects what's happening with the characters. Everything's always running parallel because Terry and Inez, the journey that they're on and the ways that we see their relationship and their bond being built over the course of the film. But then we also are, are witnessing their fight to maintain that. We're seeing it um, start to be diminished as they go through various things over the course of the film. And I think both the color and the camera work honors that, that parallel journey between what they're going through, um, but also what the city's going through, which of course impacts them. Right, I definitely feel like New York was that silent character in the film, yeah. and it definitely was a nod to the 90s, but that was really cool. So another question I wanna ask you, as a woman of color in this industry, and this is a little bit off from the film, but what challenges, if any, have you faced just simply maybe getting this project off the ground? What has your experiences been in the film industry as a woman of color and a creator? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that as, as a woman of color in this, this business, there's there's so many things that we, we go through. Um, I definitely think we're like underestimated, uh, underrepresented. I think that statistically, when you look at how many of us are actually working in the business, it's like less than 2%, which is just, you know, laughable, you know, compared to everybody else who's getting a shot. Um, and, but, and I think, I mean, it's not just us, it's marginalized groups in general. So I think we definitely had to fight for our place. And I'm grateful that the optics, you know, you are seeing more visibility and, you, and Hollywood is starting to open doors for us, but it's, it's a fight, you have to push. Um, so I think in my journey, I've certainly felt that in ways that, um, early challenges, you know, that I've ex experienced throughout my career was people not really wanting to give me a shot or really not believing that I had the capabilities to, to direct. Um, and so I, and direct at the highest level. So, but I, I, I think I also, 
in my time, I've also seen people support me as well, you know, and I, and I don't want that to also be underrepresented, you know, or like, I think people forget that, that there are people that are lifting us up, um, people that look like me and then people that don't. And I think even within the support that I had making this film, uh, I had Hillman Crad, yes, you know, with Lena, but I also had Sight and Scene, I had Make Ready, I had Focus Features, um, and outside of Lena, no one else a part of the team, the, the producers and the studio that that made this this movie, you know, help this movie get out into the world. None of them looked like us, you know, and so they just had to support us and they had to trust that even if it wasn't their experience, that it was a story that still needed to be told. It was a story, and, and my voice was still a voice that uh, would would be important to add to the landscape of, of what movies are right now. And so I think that's important because people forget that. And I appreciate that. But that being said, progress is slow. Um, progress is slow, it's happening, but it's slow. And so I do think that we have to keep, keep on everybody. We have to keep that pressure on them to keep the door open for us. And as we move along, continue opening the doors for each other. Awesome. And my final question, I know you did mention Lena Waite. She's another person, of course, a woman of color who's broken many barriers in the industry as a producer in the project. So I just have one of finalize my question with two questions, actually. Um, also, of course, what do you want the audience to take away from the film? But also with what you've done, this is a great piece of work. You know, it just represents so much. You also was able to put the spotlight on a woman of, a woman of color such as Tiana Taylor. And you spotlighted some of the struggles that a single mother has to go through, the young black male, Terry. What do you want audiences to take away from the film? And lastly, what would you say to just inspire other women of color who wanna break into the industry, whether they're a writer, director, actor, what words of encouragement would you have for them? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of takeaways from the film, I think it is a very, it, there's a lot in this picture. I think that, um, and seeing the journey of, Inez and Terry, you're also seeing the journey of what so many of us go through in life. And, and I think what, there's a lot that's universal in this film. You know, I think it is a story about unrequited love, not only between people, but between uh, people in the, in the places that they live, you know, the cities that they live in. And so I think that's just one way in that I had into telling the story and that I felt like people could connect with, no matter if you're a mother and son, no matter if you're a black woman, uh, period. Uh, or a black boy and trying to relate to his parents, trying to relate to his mom a little bit better. Um, I think there's something in the story for everybody and a lot of themes that people can gain from in processing the journey of these characters. Um, and I think that for me, that the best thing that I would want is not to people to walk away feeling like all of the answers are there. I think everything is there for them to be processed. I think this is a movie that is there to inspire conversation, not tell people what to do or how to feel uh, I think they'll feel a lot of things <laughs> watching the movie. Um, but I think that in the best case scenario, it, it inspires conversations, not only within ourselves in a way that this movie can be a mirror, but a conversation between people in our lives, conversations between communities, whether that's across gender, whether that's across race, whether that's across socioeconomic backgrounds, I think there's so much in it. So I think there's people just have to go in and experience it themselves. Uh, and being enriched by all there is to take away. Um, I think what I would say to people, young women that look like me that are on this journey, I would, I would just say that, you know, be clear on the stories that you want to tell, be clear on, be clear on, on like why you're here, what you want to accomplish, why do you feel like uh, what you have to say is important, you know, and I think all of those things are going to be 
guiding lights because it is very challenging. It is very difficult to work uh, in this field and that belief, not only in yourself, but in the stories that you're trying to tell and, and what is going to make the impact that it's going to make is going to be what keeps you going amidst all of it. It's going to be your anchor. So I would definitely say that. And I would just say like, obviously I've continued to um, work on your craft <laughs> as well. You know, and and I think in in the ways that we acknowledged earlier, also understanding that your tribe would not only be people that look like you, but would also be people of of that come from other backgrounds as well. I don't think we should try to be as exclusive as the people that excluded us. We should be mm -hmm. trying to be better than them. You know, build community that is more expansive and inviting for everyone, and benefiting and and being able to experience the benefit of that just getting different people that come from different walks of life, different experiences to contribute and add to what it is that you're trying to make. So I think you yeah, just be open to all the possibilities, um, but be clear on why you're here in the first place. You know? Love it. Thank you so much for your time. Again, a thousand and one was a great piece. And thank you again, just for contributing and telling our stories and representing us in the way that we want to tell our stories. So thank you thank again. Thank you so much. I really, I really appreciate this conversation with you. Thank you so much for supporting the film. And I hope everybody will continue to check it out now in theaters. <laughs> that was the one in theaters now. My success to you. Uh, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Go queen, go queen, go queen, go. Represent, you're a queen, you're a queen, oh.